Bismillahirrahmanirrahim في كثير أشياء عم بتمر براسي رح نبلش so صاجد نفسي أحكي عربي بعرفش ليش طيب معصب دائما وعم بقنع حالي إني معصب وبرجع بعيد وبزيد الفكرة براسي بس إنه جد إنه ليش عم بحط كل هالوزن على حالي إنه لو لقيت طريقة معينة هيك إشي صغير حركة صغيرة كلمة صغيرة إشي هيك لو لقيته حيظبط كل شيء وكل حدا حيصير يركز صح على الأشياء الصح وحنصير كلنا كمجتمع بنعمل الأشياء الصح ما تقررت أنا إنه أنا اللي حمشي المجتمع كله سفن بليون بيبل كلهم بطريق بس إنه وين <تصفيق> كيف لازم يعيشوا كيف لازم يفكروا إيش لازم يعملوا بحالهم بشوف ناس عم بتدخن بالشارع بكون هيك دائما وات فاك يعني مش عارف إنه إنه خرا كتير اللي عم تعمله بس كتير ناس خلص ما بدها تكون أكتر من اللي هي هي whatever the fuck they are خلص مبسوطين مرتاحين انه يدخنوا يدخنوا بدهم ياكلوا خرا ياكلوا خرا بدهم يسمعوا موسيقى ويشتروا اشياء غالية ويحسوا حالهم مهمين بس بتطلع انا بضل احكي لحالي بس this isn't happiness this isn't getting you anywhere to where you want to go ف ايش لازم نكون يعني بشوف بلاد صغار مثلا هيك عمرهم 13-14 نصحين كتير طريق شفتهم هذاك اليوم هيك بس تشوبي از فاك عم بياكلوا ايس كريم مع تليفوناتهم ام جست لوكينج بطلع انه خرفان كل حدا شيب everywhere indulging in grass on the floor without thinking beyond anything that we يعني ما فرقت انه عم, عم ناخذ information من من الانترنت وعم نحضر يوتيوب فيديوز او عم نشوف اشياء عم نسمع بودكاست ما We're just a different type of consumption than grass And as long as it's not useful or utilized in one way or another To create something that drives us forward Decreases suffering Something novel that enhances experience Then are we just wasting our time? Well, experience in its own sense, it's it's worth something, right? If, if you're in that state and you're happy You're enjoying it, then for your sake or for the sake of experience it's a good thing to let yourself speaking from the perspective of of a god that let himself split into infinity to experience himself fully which is like i don't know when i thought or decided for myself that that's what i think the world is jesus ليش مدبرس حالي هيك؟ why did I create why did I create this story or this type of judgment on the world for it to be a certain way or for it that, that it should be a certain way as if as if there is only one way. I've always known there isn't just one way. ف... <sighs> كل شيء ماشي. It's such a it's such a momentum. It's such a 
such a force, a momentum of people and systems moving in a direction. Everything embedded in everything, you know, money. Like, I feel like a part of me is looking out for when all of this is going to crash. And I feel like, like, I feel like it's all going to spill through my fingers any second. I don't know what to feel. Like, we're, we base everything on, on money, we base everything on currency, we base everything on dollar, value, belief, moving between people, and it works. And that's that's embedded in everything. Every single thing has a numerical value. It's It can, can be different from person to person, what I think something's, what something's value is. But, like, for me, it's... How do you get past that to a point where people don't have to work so other people can work, so other people can work, so other people can work, but to satisfy the basic needs of what everyone needs? But like, if there is no sense of work or progress towards some ambiguous goals that people set towards themselves or others, then what is the point? of just having your food and not having to work and are you going to be artistic now if you haven't been artistic all your life okay you might feel like being artistic now but i doubt it too what am i missing that i'm not seeing what am i not doing that i should be doing what am i i told myself i want to learn how to draw and i haven't held a a pencil or colored pencil to paper since i said that I told myself I wanted to start a community and as much as I feel like even having a community of of 50 people which is a lot of people by the way just because we see someone have a thousand hundred friends on Facebook or 2,000 or 3,000 followers on Instagram we think oh just 3,000 it's a lot of people it's really a lot if I had a hundred people in a room and we were all focused and directed it's it's a it's either like it's an organization it can be a business moving towards something or it can be just a community that cares for itself which isn't the worst thing yani i i i i can see myself be be in that but for some reason i can't find the energy to to put that in at the moment I think I shouldn't waste energy in that direction right now. I forget that I'm 24. I forget that, you know, under the best of circumstances, I get to live a very long time. When did I really hit a good stage of awareness? You know, right after I had cancer? Uh, You know, like, okay, getting that pushed me to start, you know, meditating more. Like, it drifts. It's funny, like, I was telling... um, a girl the other day that I feel like you know God is just always trying to remi- remind me how old I am you know like I'm 20 and then I get cancer and then like I'm 23 and I get a back injury and as much as I'd like to be perfect I'm always limited and then my energy like so much energy so so much energy that I, even though I always feel unenergetic I know that I have the energy you know and Manifesting is rage that I convince myself is rage and I keep telling myself I'm angry and like why? How is that helping me? It's just killing me from the inside for no reason. Uh, um, and this energy is like constricted and 
then it has to flow in a different direction than the one that it originally really wanted to go in. Like I would have really liked to follow that path of really fighting a lot and getting into the UFC at least one one fight. I'd love that, and I'll continue fighting as soon as I can. I have an an osteopathic whatever the fuck that is. I'll tell you what that is after I have it appointment with someone tomorrow and physiotherapy hasn't been too helpful but he found a spot that he pushed like crazy the other day and it still hurts like three days after um where he pushed and pushed and pushed on the thing that's probably out of place it hurts even now but uh, i could bend a bit afterwards so that was good then you look at like this other thing that's really bothering me is like how we prove to ourselves that we can change how we act but we changed it like during quarantine like everyone stayed home businesses stayed home economic wheel like changed and as soon as that happened people started finding finding new connections to like energy limited and then finding a new path energy limited finding a new path and people started, you know, working out instead of going to the gym to work out, they'd have an online course, a live session with a coach training at the same time with 150 other people. I've done that. Um, business travels and whatnot. You just have a call online and you don't have to fly or waste three thousand dollars of value. Makes sense. Like we're using that and all of that, but like. I don't, I'm not, like, I don't usually involve myself in, in, in looking into, oh, what did China do? What did the USA do? What did Germany do? I'm just like, you know, whatever. Um, this is happening. How can I be the best at where I am? But am I even that, you know? Um, <sighs> am I even that at work? I really want to talk about work a bit later, but... Um, It's all a lot, and like you can see how China, where the virus originated, isn't isn't a it isn't the place that's affected the most by by the virus. And manufacturing, like when they stopped, when then they halted manufacturing in in February, everything slowed down for everyone around the world. Like they showed everyone, like okay look, if we stop doing what we do, this is what happens. You don't get your products. You don't get to work. You don't get to buy that or do that. So fine, that happened. And then they started, you know, opening up factories again in manufacturing. But, um, like, it's not difficult for someone to genetically engineer a virus. It's not difficult for someone to... Like, there's so much that can go wrong all the time. We're killing our planet and... We know it. This is my problem, is that we know everything that we're doing. We know the bad, but we're unwilling to just stop it because it's bad, even though the good that comes out of it might, you know, I'm, I'm not sure the good is that worth it, just so that people can live the type of lifestyle that they feel makes them happy, even though it really doesn't. But who am I to decide what does and doesn't make people happy? For me, like, I'm always like, okay, I'm, I've been seeing Christina. It was her birthday yesterday, her birthday party. And I'm just, like, unhappy, you know. I'm just, like, un unhappy with people in general. You know, I expect them to not have their insecurities. I expect them to let things go quickly, to understand good intentions and just be okay with whatever, uh, to be intelligent, have fun intelligently, take care of themselves, that type of stuff. But no, 
people will get hurt and pissed at the weirdest reasons and they'll try to cause problems because of emotions and instability or whatever and then there's me always trying to there's me always trying to you know Khaled what if you loved a bit more in this situation you know what what if you know and then I put like all the pressure of the situation on me you know and it's as if like if I found the the really really right way of acting it's the way that would have the person resolve their insecurity of that moment like what can I say that regardless of what I feel is right for me justice oh you said fuck you to me I have to say fuck you back to you let's forget that sense of, of payback for a second but uh, to not be willing to not be understood so that the person can can feel understood in the way that they need to so that the situation is resolved but man you know like fuck people you know fuck everything fuck everyone and I just you know I go out of every situation thinking what if I you know what what is winning in any situation or losing you know why do I think that like if I acted you know a tiny bit better than there then it would have been nicer uh, rarely do I get to see myself of course be absolutely what I think the situation needed it happens it happens you know quite a good amount of times but Still, like I'll still go out of like the CEO of our company. I've I've always he's he's next to me, like he's three meters away from me, man, working. And I could talk to him at any point, and I always think of you know cool things I could go up to him and talk to him about. But I'm like scared for some reason. I shouldn't be, and he's really pleasant, and he would be pleasant to me too. But uh, I created a story or an idea or something, and. Oh, whatever for the moment I'm not sure I talked about the fact that I got an acupuncture mat which is just an orchid orchid shaped so a mat with a lot of orchid shaped uh, tiny points that really stings a lot and feels like it's burning I'm sick of my Bose comfort headphones, the noise cancelling ones. I really loved them. You know, I talked about them back in like uh, uh, November uh, or beginning of December. Is that I got them and I felt like ashamed of getting them. And, uh, they're mine now and I feel it and they're cool. But wearing them in the office like eight hours a day, like I wanted to wear them and listen to good music and use them while working in a cafe or something but using them for the office pisses me the fuck off so what i'm gonna do right now i'm gonna order 50 euro headphones that i have in the office because fuck wearing my headphones for anything besides my own pleasure plus their microphone's really bad um anyways but like that feeling of, of having the headphones on my head all day bothers me a lot these specific headphones like I they weren't supposed to be for this exactly otherwise I have my PlayStation here 
and games I downloaded a fuck ton of games I bought them spent like 80-90 euros on different games and it's so refreshing to just open up a game and be in a very different world with a very different story with something very very different happening um, I have a monitor that work sent me and I'm playing on it and for 3-4 days I played with a monitor on the desk away from my bed even though the cable is long enough for the monitor to be exactly right next to my butt, but you know this this thing like, and then like at some point I was like, wait, why why is the mo- why am I not like bringing the monitor closer because I can barely see shit, um, and that's something like I don't know how to articulate this as a phenomenon exactly, but how a solution is so obvious and uh, it should be in, in the nature of things for you to immediately apply it, but just yeah, the monitor has been on my desk for the past six months. It shall remain on my desk. But I'm applying a new use to you, so... Fuck you. Otherwise, I'm returning... I'm not returning anything. I'm uh, getting a standing desk. The one where I can, you know... I had I had that at, at my first, you know, rocket internet company job. Uh, Frank Smile, where they went bankrupt. And you get to, like, click a button. Desk goes up and you click another button like you can decide the height of the desk which is amazing and you, I can work for really longer longer amounts of time with that so this desk that I have is just shit this chair that I have is shit I want to be able to work from home so I'm getting those things I'm giving my desk and chair to my roommate so now I'm deciding on the chair I want to get I'm getting like a, an okay good chair keeping it for a while until I can get a better chair move out of this fucking place uh, anyways it's a nice place it's a great place uh, i'm just sick of the air like cars right next to my window and i hear like if there's rubble if there's a bus passing by then like there'll be a small shake i don't notice it but i feel like my being does you know because i don't find peace you can definitely hear that stuff right i don't find peace in myself as long as all of that sound is coming I haven't found peace in myself in a while, you know, like I only find, like I usually find peace at night. But when it's daylight, 16, 17 hours a day, uh, the fuck, you know, it's daylight from like 4 till 10.30. What the fuck? You know, as much as I love summer and I've been looking forward to it, I don't mind the heat, I'm just, I want darkness. I want it to be dark and warm. And I want to be able to hang out in that darkness, you know, and, and enjoy the calm, enjoy the the silence. So I went ahead and I ordered truffles called the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going end of July to like this foresty place with Johannes and Jan. I'm really excited about that. Uh, we booked a place and we're gonna go. And I ordered these truffles like for me to try them right now, and then order another type of truffles for us to take them. Then, even though like taking truffles one month apart isn't the smartest idea, I feel like I need this now. And when I'm there, I can see what happens. Um, I haven't really taken anything hard for months, so 
I've been avoiding that. But I feel like my, my need to refresh my outlook on the universe and myself because the direction I've gone is just, you know, I feel depressed all the fucking damn time at the same time without being depressed, you know? Like I can find joy in things and I can do them, but there is always that, Khalid, you didn't write your book yet. Khalid, you didn't write your book yet. Khalid, you know what, maybe, listen. There's one thing, there's a very important principle of not attaching to a method that releases you from your suffering. So if you take ecstasy and you feel ecstatic, you don't want to get addicted to that method to be ecstatic because it will ruin you. Even meditation, being like, I can't be happy if I didn't meditate, being attached to that method to any method, whether it's words, whether it's music, whether it's any type of method to be ad- addicted to is wrong. But like in this case, and I had this thought like a few seconds ago, a few moments ago, was, I'm addicted to the fact that I think that my book is important and that I have to write it. That's what I run on. Um, and a part of me should be like, I should be okay with not writing it. But I can't be okay with not writing it. Even though there's a million other things that I could potentially do if I think they're valuable and I decide, okay, this is the thing that should be done. Everyone has, you know, something, sometime that they think they have to do. Uh, Whatever the reason. (sighs) So there's that. Um... Work has been, you know, good. I've been working well the past two weeks. My work ethics a bit better. Uh, communicating better. Understanding, you know, things about work that I previously didn't. You know, to me, I'm always like... <sighs> I forget that people are people. And they have feelings and, and they have motivations and they want to do their things. So at work, like, I'd come in to a place, like, where we were making a website to sell like the phones after they come back to us and I made a group and I told the guys that were working on the website you know guys I think these are good suggestions uh, but but maybe not that kind like I told them oh guys you know this, this is what we should do and that and that and that and let's move forward like this and they they ignored it immediately and didn't care for it and they're like uh, my boss you know told me like in a, in, a, in a nice lunch in a very cool way he's like but dude you know uh, the guy, you know, that uh, his name is Marcus. That's working, and and uh, like that, that's the head of let's say that department. Um, he's like, what the fuck, you know? Where did Khalid come from to start telling me how to do this, you know? And honestly, he's right. Like, uh, I should have went with the approach of, hey guys, like I'm interested in in the website and trying to set this up. Like how. How would you, like, what are you guys working on? What are your plans? Uh, how can I help if I can help? And then, like, take from that from that angle, you know, see if I can help and be allowed to help rather than come in and throw my help at people. There's that, and then there's, you know, identifying a process um, that's happening, the steps that people are doing at every stage, and then... At the end of the day, even if I found a better way to do this process, there's still the fact that I have to communicate it to these people. 
and maybe someone's not happy with having to implement it this way someone's happy with implementing it this way someone's um, like who the fuck is Khalid to be telling me to implement it this way um, there's that you know angle to it and then there's the other angle that I feel is my problem uh, since the day I was born is the fact that I find an inherent error in the foundation of something so let's like I try to think that maybe from the foundation of things this is just fucking wrong you know maybe if we change completely from the core then there wouldn't be this problem but what the fuck am I even talking about when I say something like this you know like I look at the process like this process is in specific in my head it's happening and it's working and it's it's for a certain function and I think I should just relate the the process to the end goal of the function like what is the what does this lead to what does this accomplish and <clears throat> I don't know if it's right to compare it like a seed growing a seed you know is growing pushes through stems, pushes through soil, pushes through rocks, takes different directions and stuff, and then it is what it is after going through all of those things. But if it didn't go through all of these things, would it have just been a perfect tree or would it just still be a seed because it just wouldn't have been in the soil in the first place, right? What I'm getting to here is that um, I know a part of me sees an inherent error in, in, in functionality in, in, let's say, human society, like... If we were just like in our core, let's say, moral structure better, and even like I thought about this, you know, how many people wrote books about morality? How do you even begin to base morality on anything, you know? I base my morality on holding myself to high standards and wanting to be the ideal that I set for myself, albeit an impossible one. And I'm setting the world to an ideal that's probably impossible for it. But to look at the world, you know, I remember back in school, I used to tell, I used to, I mentioned this at some point to the to a physics teacher who was just you know, didn't understand at all what I, what I was trying to say. I was telling him something along the lines of, um, what if like 400 years ago when someone was coming up with the law of physics, they came up with the wrong law and we followed that law for 400 years and we created laws based off of that law and from that particular law everything is wrong to begin with uh, so everything after is also somewhat wrong but we're existing right now we have cars we have planes we have cool we have cool things so something must be right in terms of functionality of, of utility of end goal but um, in that sense you know how society goes in a direction for a very long time or works off of a formula, physics formula, for a very long time. And then, because it did work on it, and it got through a lot of progress because of it, it got to realize that there's this other completely different tangent that needs to be taken, that it takes, and then it, then it exists on that tangent. You know, society, you know, we had an industrial era, a lot of machines, a lot of stuff, and then internet tangent, digital world. And I don't know what other tangent we would take as a society, you know, like even think of a tangent, compare tangents to how different Egyptian 
society was compared to how different our society is right now. It's still humans. We're still the same brains, the same bodies, but uh, we're following different beliefs, following different laws. We're using different language. A completely different tangent of being. Um, like how animals, you know, animals are... And we were like animals for a very long time and we have a line of animals behind us. And animals were, you know, so much variety expressing itself uh, through existence, through existing a lot of different species of different things and a lot of death and a lot of... <laughs> a lot of uh, offspring. And then, you know, humanity comes in and there's this tangent. Um, but if we didn't, like if the universe didn't experience that variety of animals the way it did, with all those animals still existing at the same time as, as, time as humans emerged out of that, you know, pool of, of life, the seed in the soil, um, a seed among seeds, <laughs> funnily enough. So I don't know if I, I explained that well either, but like I, I feel like there is a fundamental error in everything, even myself. And as healthy as my body is, as healthy as my mind is, I think like a part of my mind is separating itself from it, from my body. It's like it doesn't want to accept the fact that I am a human body, but I am my body, you know. Why do I always make myself feel like I'm I'm weak or that I'm fragile or vulnerable? I do push myself quite well, but I like I feel it in my chest, you know. It's not like I'm gonna convince myself that I have lung cancer or anything, but I feel like there's a weakness sometimes in my chest, sometimes in my mind, sometimes in. But I think it's like dopamine. I think it's just dopamine not being at the right level. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Otherwise, I've been thinking a lot about the utility of the podcast, right? Um, I do often listen to episodes that I record. I do... I haven't had a talk with someone for a while. Um... How do I benefit myself now the most from this podcast? One would be to go through it and to transcribe strings of, of messages that I think are nice and have them saved somewhere. One is um, in the future, like I'm saying now. Now I get to sit right here and reflect have it, articulate it, put it into some type of structure. There's being able to say what I think and then sharing the episode with someone and then talking about it, about that episode with that someone. That's pretty cool. Although I don't do it often or, or do I ever record for that specific purpose. Um... How can I benefit myself more from this? Would I think there's something fundamentally wrong with what I'm doing? 
I think I convinced myself or agreed at least the fact that this is my life, this podcast, my reflections emanating from my experience and my being. And it would be interesting if I lived an interesting life, right? Then there's that other part, you know, even right now, I want to be like, you know, it's the 20, it's the 28th of June. And I can talk about, you know, like 12th of June, I had, uh, I was in Hamburg, uh, right after I had the dinner. And then the last two weeks, Christina was a big thing. Um, even though like I see more and more how everyone is so insecure in their own way and everyone's just trying to prove to themselves they're not. Um, whatever. Uh, I'm working out calisthenics a lot, pushing myself. I'm really excited to get my back in place. A few thoughts, you know, like a lot of the times I get thoughts that I just think are so valuable. And this is something that really bothers me. Like, oh, like thinking, oh, that was a good thought. That was a good thought. That was a good thought. And then not being able to share it here. Forgetting what that thought was exactly. Or like there was this one thought I definitely held on to, which I think is great. Is the fact that I mentioned more than once that I like I said something wrong once about my uncle how he he hit me but before he hit me I said he was a dog I think or something or an animal an Arabic haiwan or kalb or I think in the podcast episode I said like khara or something which means shit but I think I said kalb and not shit and then there's this other uncle who I thought after I had cancer, he said something like on the on the phone, he said something like, Like, you know what you did between yourself and God, so that uh, this is like, you know why you got cancer, basically. And it wasn't really nice to hear and pissed me off, pissed my mom off and whatever. And I talked to him about it now again after four years. I was like uh, pissed at him for four years. And then I sent him a message telling him like, man, like what the fuck? And he's like, no, man, I didn't mean it that way at all. Uh, I meant it that you know how good of a heart you have between your you and you and God. So um, like, you know, he's just testing you or whatever, something like that. And he he really does love me, you know, and I said that. And I and it was wrong. It's, it was wrong of me to to have let's say said that or to have, have hated him for so long but it is what it is you know my voice said something at some point in the podcast a few like a lot of episodes ago and my voice will say something different about it later so it's nice to see that change in voice and even though it's the same voice um it's a con- constant thing but it will think about itself differently and realize different things and wish it could take things back or put more things into place, but it sometimes just can't. And I think this is a very accurate description of life, you know, because I when I when I did record, 
that episode and, and I said um, that my uncle that I told my uncle that he's a piece of shit even though I said kelp instead of shit um, I don't know why I thought that that distinction was so important and I really really wanted to I really wanted to um, go back and edit that episode and upload it again um, at that same time slot because that's something I can do but I didn't you know and uh, I'm glad I didn't because fuck that I will say things that I misinterpret and that are wrong and the truth is is that that's what we all do all the time make mistakes uh, interpret things wrong assume wrong make wrong judgments uh, share the wrong things uh, like yesterday you know like Christina's like uh, essentially polyamorous even though I'm not sure I like that concept so much is that she's okay with loving more than one person and she's okay with me loving more than one person so like this guy her roommate cool guy tall charismatic you know he's good at talking but you know there's slight um I don't, I don't want to say insecurity but uh, whatever he invited a girl over to the party and she she only met him once and she barely knew him anyways and I felt really attracted to her you know and, and I felt like she wasn't attracted to him and then I went um, I told Christina about Christina's like yeah go talk to her whatever just don't fuck her in my bed you know that's the most important thing but like this is like one thing I don't really like about Christina is the fact that she's not classy like she she can present herself as classy but then yesterday I saw like wow how vulgar you know more than more than one point with her throwing her opinions or being louder or or not understanding me and my intention even though like I've, like clearly I I've been nothing but you know uh, present with you um, don't come to me with your insecurity like that. But I guess that's natural to happen if you really like someone. I think she really likes me. I'm okay with like I I made myself made myself very clear on the fact that I'm okay with losing her and that I'm okay with losing anyone. I don't really. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't need. It's all nonsense. It's all shit. Anyways, um, if I have and I can get, I'll get. But really, like, I don't want to need anything. I just want to write something brilliant and, and, like, eat good food and have good company. Um, and see myself, you know, play good games, <laughs> essentially. Uh, so, yeah, um, I went and I talked to her a bit. And then Mo, like, the, the guy wanted to, like, you know, talk to her too. And then she went to the bathroom and I just told him, like, man, do you think I can uh, take this over? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then, like, I flirted with her a lot. And we had, like, a good chemistry going and I, you know, like, we could have kissed, but she's like, yo, like, I don't think it's a good idea for, for us to do anything because, you know, your friend invited me and I'm here, uh, like, w with him technically. and You're his friend, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, sure, but, you know, um, if I didn't talk to you or anything, do you think you would have kissed him tonight or done anything with him? She's like, no, <laughs> no, no, not for not for a second. And she was like very clear on that. Um, 
So that was for me like funny, I thought. So after she left and, you know, like we agreed like we'd meet again and stuff. She lives really close to my place. Like we really can't, like I really like her presence and her calmness. I really do. And I told her that. Um, I went to Mo and he's like, yo, how did it go? I was like, hey man, you know, we wouldn't believe him. And I actually asked her if she'd kiss you. And, and she told me no. And he's like, oh, you idiot and stuff. Uh, just to like recap, I everyone was really drunk and high and I was the only person sober. Uh, this girl was also sober. And... Uh, what's his name? Um, I wanted to sleep at like 11.30. I wanted, to, like I told Christina at 11.15, I wanted to go home. She's like, no, no, stay. I feel very comfortable with you here. I feel very safe with you here. I feel very... You anchor me and... I really wanted to leave then, I didn't, I stayed, and when I took this girl's number, it was around 1 one in the morning, man, and I only took it after I, so Mo was talking to her and everything, I was like, you know, I don't want to fuck this up, I went to Christina, wanted to sleep, and she's like, uh, did you take her number? I'm like, no, she's like, uh, you know, go take her, talk to her, uh, you know, just do whatever you want, just don't fuck her in my bed. And then she encouraged me again to go and talk to her. And that's when I went and talked to her again and got her number and like told Mo to uh, hand it over. And then like I go to sleep. She comes to sleep at like 3.30 or something. And then I wake up at like 8.30, 9 and I hug her and I'm like, hey, good morning. How are you? How are you feeling? And she looks at me and the first fucking thing she tells me like, Khalid, you really ruined the vibe yesterday. Like you made Mo feel really bad because you you it was his girl she came to my party with for him and now you did this and I'm like what the fuck you know like just eight hours ago you were telling me to to go talk to her like what the fuck you know like just uh, what's wrong with you what's wrong with Mo for being pissed um uh, it's his insecurity if he's pissed it's you being retarded uh, for telling me this the first fucking second I open my eyes and uh, she tells me like oh you could have hit on all the other girls that I invited and you just had to hit on this girl and I'm like what the fuck you know like how are you this stupid like how are you into this topic or trying to be dramatic or trying to tell me how to be or move my being in a certain way when you're so this is why I think I really haven't dated anyone in my life. <laughs> I thought that today. I was like, you know, like, I just, I don't know. I hold people to a standard of, of awareness and, and, and just be, being cool with stuff. And composure and class. And she's, she's almost none of that, at least that I saw yesterday. But I have seen her be classy and attractive and smart. And that's the thing. But how she... I don't know, I'm going to talk to her about it. And then, like, when I, I, I just, you know... She went and started, you know, woke up Mo and started talking to him and stuff. I just wore my stuff and I wanted to fucking leave. I wanted to leave yesterday night and you told me to stay and you told me to hit on this girl. And when I did, you got pissed off. Like, whatever, man, you know, just it's not even worth getting into. Um, and then when I was leaving, she she's like, oh, but Khalid, you know, I still wanted to talk to you. I'm like, there's, I'm cool, you know, there's nothing to talk about. She's like, no, I care about transparency and and stuff and openness and like I feel like you have something you to say I'm like if I had something to say I can't say it now I'll talk to you later I was fucked off I wanted to wake up I wanted to just go be at home play video games get high 
record this podcast, uh, play more video games, eat stuff. Just wanted to have a day for myself. I wanted to have yesterday for myself too, but you were there. <laughs> you had your birthday. Whatever, whatever, man. All in all, um, I, I'm back in shape again. I'm eating well. I'm planning stuff better. I'm, I'm sick of being uh, lethargic and unattentive to my life. Uh, um, I have a board in my kitchen that I put, you know, like created a week, like 15 days uh, in it. I told myself I just want to be like aware and, and conscious and active for 15 days nothing not really saying i can't do this or i can do that or no i just want to follow presence for 15 days um so that's been like great the last four days even though yesterday like or this morning happened the way it did i don't think that takes away anything from what i tell myself i should do or be um yeah uh, so much has happened and i'm not thinking about what to share there's a trip planned there's uh, I don't know maybe that's uh, enough for now no it's really hot I can see how the weather really affects how I feel every day obviously um Yeah, um, I would like to talk a bit about this part of me that always wanted to approach girls and have them in my life. A part of me now is like, fuck that. Another part of me is like, I should still do that when I feel like it, even if I am technically with Christina, even though she's polyamorous. But I'm not with anyone, I'm not anything... I, need, I just t- keep telling myself don't create stories don't create stories don't create stories and I'm a writer so what I should be doing what I should be doing creating stories so right um, she told me I, I ruined the vibe <laughs> two hours for the two hours after I slept you know where that they were awake for and that's what I realized, you know, like, why the fuck did I actually tell Mo that I asked her if she would kiss you and she said she wouldn't, you know, like, I could have kept that for myself, I should have kept that for myself, 100%, and, uh, of course people have their insecurities and have their, just need to hold more for, to myself and, and be okay with, uh, the tension of a moment or whatever, and, ah, <sighs> Yeah, I thought that was uh, funny. But yeah, I want to be more... I don't want to be anything. 